So, hey, hey, happy holidays. Um, this one is going to be, I seen, I had somebody ask me about more of the dancing stripper scene. So this, um, I only ever worked three clubs, um, persistent. And then I also, when I flew out to Florida to do adult films, um, I only danced that I can remember. Um, no, I never did drugs. Um, I think one club. Now, the scenes and the, what you hear is absolutely true from a lot of different clubs. You're going to get the drug addict girls that are in there for their drug money. You're going to get the girls that are strictly paying for college or single moms. Um, and trust me, none of these girls like you, like these guys, like it's just all pretend. So when I first started out, I thought to myself, like, how can I do this? What am I doing? Um, you, you just look at people and like, ugh, and the smell of some people and I don't know. It, it did weird me out, but then when they, they throw that money out and you're like, well, baby, you are going to be Johnny Depp today, <laughs> you know? Um, so it, it, it's just different. Um, most of my lap dances that I have done, I have turned around. I turn around because of what they look like or how they smell. Um, or their breath. It is just something that... I just didn't want to look at or whatever. It is all pretend. Um, now, as for some of the females, I have seen some of the females um, fucking their managers, bosses, security, whatever. I have seen that. That is absolutely true. A lot of what you hear and see, again, is true. Um, I was in, in the industry since I was 17 years old. Um... I haven't been in the industry for about going on five years or four years now. And when I, when I say that I worked, um, as a house mom and secretary in a gentleman's club for six to seven years, would I still dance? Um, occasionally it was just very, very rare for me to do that. So I was trying to get out of it. It is very, very hard when you have that fast flowing money trying to get out of something like that it's almost like um a man doing his hustler business or a woman prostituting it's very very hard um there, there's steps to get out of it and you can get out of it but i mean it is what it is but um you ever seen the movie hustler with j-lo i can highly relate and i have seen um, have I scammed guys and ripped them off their money? Absolutely. I'm not going to sit here in front. Absolutely. I have. Um, have I ever met up with any um, men to get money? Again, absolutely. I would always uh, meet them in um, parking lots and stuff. And remember, I did all this sober. Um, I've seen drug um, girls just relapse 
in front of my eyes. Um, they've been revised. I've seen police come in and take the girls out. I've seen drug dealers handing girls money and just leave right then and there. I've seen girls come in and sell their, their stuff. I've seen girls nod out. I've seen girls giving guys hand jobs at the bar. I've seen um, guys jerking themselves off at the bar. I've seen um, we used to have this one guy come into the club. I have never had him, thank God, but he liked to wear diapers and shit himself. I lied to you not. Um, and when he would leave my club that I did work at, he hated that this guy would come in. So they banned him from coming in because he would stink. Um, I had amazing pole dancer girls that do tricks and everything and wouldn't get paid the same amount as they should for their work as a girl doing extras, if that kind of makes sense. You would have the ugly girls make more than the pretty hot girls that would be working their asses off. Um, there's some girls that did extras to pay off the managers or the bouncers. Um, so they would look the other way. Um, I, I never really got that because why wouldn't you meet them outside of the club to get that full amount instead of in the club? Um, I was very weirded about the money, like about touching it, about all doing all that stuff. Um, cause you don't know exactly where money comes from. It was just disgusting. So we flat ironed it thinking we got the nasties off of it really it was just a pet peeve thing so yeah that was just a pet peeve thing um like i said i worked at three clubs locally and then the one in florida now the one in florida was the only naked one i've actually ever worked at it was just awkward or whatever but um i just made that quick money while i was out there um Actually, I worked at two clubs. I lied. I knew it was more than one. So, yeah, two clubs. Um, the one I was visiting a friend, and I just didn't have any money, and I felt bad. And I just worked at his mom's club, and they wore pasties. And I made bank there. And then another club, when I was doing adult films, um, I was at this club real quick, probably for two or three days. And... It was okay money. It was nothing great. I had to like literally work my ass off. It was just different from my Jersey, New Jersey and Philadelphia clubs. Um, now, I was always a like petite girl, like very tall and skinny. And when I had my second child, my hips expanded and obviously you gain more weight. So a lot of the other clubs were on about how you looked. So I didn't get into a lot of clubs. Um, but I was thankful for the clubs I did work at because of my clientele. Um, I could just make money off of one or two guys. Um, I remember this one guy would come in drunk and he would spend... I wish he would just give it to me instead of these rooms but he would spend like a thousand dollars for a room for me and another girl um, and 
we just tell them later, 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 keep on, you know, paying with that card and later, 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 and it never, ever happened. And what, what can you do? But he came in all the time, so he knew he was never going to. He just, I guess, maybe like just being told that. Um, a lot of guys just don't do dances and they like just to sit at the bar and just talk to you. And they would just tip you right then and there. Um, um, this one club in Philadelphia was a high class. Um, we had just very high clientele and stuff like that. Um, and it, I mean, like I just stated, like it's just, there's just stories for days about these clubs. Like, um, one girl left the club and she was pregnant and her, she went missing and they found her body in a dumpster. Um, supposedly, I, I don't know how true this is, but she was covered in peanut butter, um, put in a dumpster so they would never find her body. Um, we did have stalkers. We did have, um, just when you, they just follow you late at night. I mean, you don't even know, you would think you're safe in the parking lot and here they're sitting across the parking lot waiting for that person, you know. Um, there, there was just a lot of crazy things. Um, one of our clubs, a girl scammed this guy off of a credit card for months and um, I guess this guy was just sick and tired of it. He came into the club she was doing I guess I'm not sure if she was doing a room with somebody else and he went in with a gun and he shot her and shot himself or if he was doing a dance with her I, I just forget um the complete story but she is still alive he shot her in her shoulder and he shot himself in the head um there there were just a lot of rumors and a lot of stories about that one. Um, we had a lot of porn stars come to the club. We made the club into a swingers club. Um, one of the clubs I did work at, a drunk driver left the and went the opposite direction and killed a family. Um, I believe they were in a van and they lost their liquor license for a couple years. Um, that was just from a careless bartender at that time. In my words, it wasn't the club's fault, but it was a careless bartender. And, um, but they got their liquor license back. Um, now you had girls from New York, Philadelphia, all kinds of girls that would just come in and just rope around or they would be there for that summer um this other club that was down the street from this other club that i did work at would have a lot of brazilians and russians and um the reason being for th them working is because our money is worth a lot when they send it back but they're always doing anything for a buck and they ruined the whole industry um of prostitution um that club did get raided more than one time and a couple girls that did stuff and they already left they were on camera and they got sent um their their um their court and their fines and stuff like that so they were still girls that got thought they got away 
were still considered in that prostitution ring. Yes, there is undercover cops and yes, there is undercover investigators or marshals that do come in. Um, regularly, no, but once in a blue, you never know. Also, as with the, um, the liquor license people, they do come in as well, making sure you're carded. Um, even if you're carded to make sure you're actually legal or if the person at the front door actually checked your ID. Um, that was just like a big thing also. Um, I always wanted to work in the New York clubs because just the businesses and the guys work in the businesses. Um, I never actually did but I know there was a lot of money in New York and um, Atlanta, Georgia, and I believe somewhere else. Um, there's another state that has um, girls still making that money. The money is not like how it used to be back in the early 2000s. Um, the money is just, <laughs> it's like a measly hand money or whatever. It's just, it's really nothing like how it used to be. Um, now you'll get those guys that do come in and they favor that girl. They would bring presents in or buy you new shoes or that outfit. Um, they would pay your DJ fee. They would pay your house mom fee. They pay your fee for that day. Um, there's also times... There's also times like where that, that security guard, um, you just give him a couple extra dollars and you you're still getting that money from that guy and you're not paying the club and you're still making that money. There's just different ways and different um, clubs and different um, things around it and stuff like that. I had a friend of mine, um, she was from Miami, Florida, and she worked at a lot of the Florida um, clubs and she made lots of money from the cartels and she made money from the Cubans and they would just come in and, and it was high traffic of, and I want to say human trafficking and it was high, um, drug trafficking and stuff like that. Again, I did this all sober. Did I drink? Um, occasionally I didn't like to because I just, I always want to be in control and I didn't want to miss the situation of what could have or would have happened. Um, the guys would pay for that drink and I would tell the bartender and they'd give me something else. Now, could we take that money? No, obviously not. You can't tell a client now. I mean, who knows? But, um, now I have, I ripped through guys' pants to, as I'm giving them lap dances to see if they had money in their pants and kind of stiff it into the couches, um, crevices. And after our dance, that's $25. I didn't know how much I took out of their pocket. I go back into that couch as soon as they leave that room and feel in there and I would grab that money. Sometimes it would have been a dollar. Sometimes it would have been $20, $100. Um, I did have this one guy come in and he always had rolls of hundreds, 20s and 50s. I don't know why he always carried it. But, um, one time he let me wear his coat, totally forgot, you know, and he was asking for it while I was going, using the bathroom. Well, obviously I looked and it was hundreds. I took a couple of them out and he never even knew. 
Um, so again, it just, it's very tricky and very, um, how you, you play it. It is just all a play. It's fake. And some, um, of the respectful guys, they became really good friends and good clientele or whatnot. But some guys are just freaking weird. There was this one girl that would always come into the club and she would wear dresses. She would wear boas and all kinds of stuff. And I just found it, not just me, a lot of girls would find it weird. Until me working as um, something else and we, we would find out like, she was doing more than what she should have been doing. And a lot of girls are like, oh, she just has that money from, if it wasn't for that one client, that girl would be making no money, you know? Um, now our biggest event would be Christmas and Wing Bowl. They actually just stopped having this thing called Wing Bowl um, two years ago. But um, I think it was like around February 2nd to February 4th. It was like Christmas for strippers. Um, lots of, and it was really early. And we would go, me and a couple other girls, we would go to Wingable. And I only did it for one club. And we hand out flyers. And this place would be packed. And I'm not just saying this one place. I, I did it at a, two other clubs. Packed. You can't even move. You're sweating bullets. And in New Jersey, it was in January. It was like... 30 40 degrees you're sweating bullets and it was just quick cash or whatever and it was lap dance after lap dance after lap dance after lap dance a drunk 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 lap dance drunk 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 guy lap dance drunk drunk guy and yeah I made money but you're working more than what you should have but they say it was Christmas for strippers back in my early 2000s I would make over 1500 2500 for a shift and just a couple years ago you'd be lucky if you're pulling anywhere from five to eight hundred dollars so it just was nothing how it just should have been like I said a lot of girls killed the whole industry um now as for me, I had a crazy ex. And I'm pretty sure I said this on one of my other segments, but um, I was working at my Philadelphia club and he did come in and we were fighting and arguing and he came in with a gun. And, and I believe it was like in the middle of the day. Um girls were asking me if I was okay and what's going on because he grabbed me by the back of my neck and um one of the managers is like are you okay and I shook my head no she told me go in the back immediately the bouncer started coming up and he they escorted him out and um he waved the gun out of the car window saying he was going to come back and um supposedly he called the club later that day and apologized because he knew he was he could have gotten in trouble or whatever the case may be um the same guy he went to my jersey club and he always just gave problems um i remember he got into my boss's face and my boss kindly just told him to fucking leave um 
another time I was out back with the girls who were smoking because at the time out back you could go um, the girls could go out and smoke um, it was schoolgirl night and I just remember vaguely and I was wearing a schoolgirl outfit and he was walking down the driveway into the backyard and he gave me a hard time. He tried grabbing me and one of the girls told him to fucking back off and they rushed me inside to the, um, the building and that was that. And this is the guy that physically, mentally um, abused me, traumatized me, gaslighted me, um, made me into something that I, I just wasn't, made me see things and hear things that wasn't it, it just it was like a true truly um truly a mess i met him when he was a dancer but he didn't meet me when i i mean i was still a dancer but he didn't come into my club to watch me maybe once or twice ever um so yes you are going to get those crazy boyfriends um usually boyfriends are not allowed into the club you're going to get crazy overprotective stalkers whatever it is coming into that club and it's scary and a lot of people think stripping and being a dancer or entertainer is very easy it's not I mean it can be very dangerous um, you have to protect yourself um, that's why we're giving fake names a lot of some girls use their real names but we always use fake names to protect our identity. Um, you know, it, it just was, it, it's just a very dangerous situation, just like a drug dealer or any kind of side hustle that somebody should be doing, except for this is legal. You know, um, we had to protect our butts. Nobody was really protecting us. Um, now, guys would get out of hand and what would they they just touched your tit you know they just touched your ass they just groped on on your shit there you know they got away with it but you're going to tell the bouncer and that's a big no-no and they get thrown out but they still touched you so i mean it, you have to have very thick skin and have that mindset when you work in there I was scared and I was that girl and there was plenty of young girls that would come in and didn't know what to do or how to do or whatever. I had this one, I'll never even forget, this one Russian girl coming in and she's like, what What do we do if a guy says he wants blowjob? Uh, you say no. What do you do if a guy says he wants sex? And I'm like, uh, you say no. Like, what do you mean? And this girl still did it. This girl had a written um, paper of her pricing. Eventually, we got her kicked out, but she made the club bang. But we got her kicked the fuck out. Like, you don't do that. That's not what we're here for. Go go and do a brothel. Go be a prostitute. Like, get out of here. Like, you're messing it up. You know? Um, Jesus. But, um, yeah, that's, that's the story. And... Like I said, if you guys want to know more, <laughs> let me know. So, hey, hey, happy holidays. 
Um, this one is going to be, I seen, I had somebody ask me about more of the dancing stripper scene. So this, um, I only ever worked three clubs, um, persistent. And then I also, when I flew out to Florida to do adult films, um, I only danced that I can remember. Um, no, I never did drugs. Um, I think one club. Now, the scenes and the what you hear is absolutely true from a lot of different clubs. You're going to get the drug addict girls that are in there for their drug money. You're going to get the girls that are strictly paying for college or single moms. Um, and trust me, none of these girls like you. <laughs> like these guys, like it's just all pretend. So when I first started out, I thought to myself, like, how can I do this? What am I doing? Um, you, you just look at people and like, ugh. And the smell of some people and I don't know. It, it did weird me out, but then when they, they throw that money out and you're like, well, baby, you are going to be Johnny Depp today, <laughs> you know? Um, so it, it, it's just different. Um, most of my lap dances that I have done, I have turned around. I turn around because of what they look like or how they smell um, or their breath it is just something that I just didn't want to look at or whatever. It is all pretend. Um, now, as for some of the females, I have seen some of the females um, fucking their managers, bosses, security, whatever. I have seen that. That is absolutely true. A lot of what you hear and see, again, is true. Um, I was in, in the industry since I was 17 years old. Um, I haven't been in the industry for about going on five years or four years now. And when I, when I say that, I worked um, as a house mom and secretary in a gentleman's club for six to seven years. Would I still dance? Um, occasionally. It was just very, very rare for me to do that. So I was trying to get out of it. It is very, very hard when you have that fast flowing money trying to get out of something like that. It's almost like um, a man doing his hustler business or a woman prostituting. It's very, very hard. Um, there, there are steps to get out of it and you can get out of it. But I mean, it is what it is. But um, you ever seen the movie Hustler with J-Lo? I can highly relate and I have seen. Um, have I scammed guys and ripped them off their money? Absolutely. I'm not going to sit here in front. Absolutely. I have. Um, have I ever met up with any um, men to get money? Again, absolutely. I would always uh, meet them in um, parking lots and stuff. And remember, I did all this sober. Um, I've seen drug um, girls just relapse in front of my eyes. Um, they've been 
revised. I seen police come in and take the girls out. I seen drug dealers handing girls money and just leave right then and there. I've seen girls come in and sell their their stuff. I've seen girls nod out. I've seen girls giving guys hand jobs at the bar. I've seen um, guys jerking themselves off at the bar. I've seen um, we used to have this one guy come into the club. I have never had him, thank God, but he liked to wear diapers and shit himself. I lied to you not. Um, and when he would leave my club that I did work at, he hated that this guy would come in. So they banned him from coming in because he would stink. Um, I had amazing pole dancer girls that do tricks and everything and wouldn't get paid the same amount as they should for their work as a girl doing extras, if that kind of makes sense. You would have the ugly girls make more than the pretty hot girls that would be working their asses off. Um, there's some girls that did extras to pay off the managers or the bouncers. Um, so they would look the other way. Um, I, I never really got that because why wouldn't you meet them outside of the club to get that full amount instead of in the club? Um, I was very weirded about the money, like about touching it, about all doing all that stuff. Um, cause you don't know exactly where money comes from. It was just disgusting. So we flat ironed it thinking we got the nasties off of it really it was just a pet peeve thing so yeah that was just a pet peeve thing um like i said i worked at three clubs locally and then the one in florida now the one in florida was the only naked one i've actually ever worked at it was just awkward or whatever but um i just made that quick money while i was out there um Actually, I worked at two clubs. I lied. I knew it was more than one. So, yeah, two clubs. Um, the one I was visiting a friend, and I just didn't have any money, and I felt bad. And I just worked at his mom's club, and they wore pasties. And I made bank there. And then another club when I was doing adult films. Um, I was at this club real quick, probably for two or three days, and... It was okay money. It was nothing great. I had to like literally work my ass off. It was just different from my Jersey, New Jersey and Philadelphia clubs. Um, now, I was always a like petite girl, like very tall and skinny. And when I had my second child, my hips expanded and obviously you gain more weight. So a lot of the other clubs were on about how you looked. So I didn't get into a lot of clubs. Um, but I was thankful for the clubs I did work at because of my clientele. Um, I could just make money off of one or two guys. Um, I remember this one guy would come in drunk and he would spend... I wish he would just give it to me instead of these rooms but he would spend like a thousand dollars for a room for me and another girl um, and we just tell him later 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 keep on 
you know, paying with that card and later, 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 and it never ever happened. And what, what can you do? But he came in all the time. So he knew he was never going to, he just, I guess maybe like just being told that, um, a lot of guys just don't do dances and they like just to sit at the bar and just talk to you and they would just tip you right then and there. Um, um, this one club in Philadelphia was a high class. Um, we had just very high clientele and stuff like that. Um, and it, I mean, like I just stated, like it's just, there's just stories for days about these clubs. Like, um, one girl left the club and she was pregnant and her, she went missing and they found her body in a dumpster. Um, supposedly, I, I don't know how true this is, but she was covered in peanut butter, um, put in a dumpster so they would never find her body. Um, we did have stalkers. We did have, um, just when you, they just follow you late at night. I mean, you don't even know, you would think you're safe in the parking lot and here they're sitting across the parking lot waiting for that person, you know? Um, there, there was just a lot of crazy things. Um, one of our clubs, a girl scammed this guy off of a credit card for months and, um, I guess this guy was just sick and tired of it. He came into the club and she was doing, I guess, I'm not sure if she was doing a room with somebody else and he went in with a gun and he shot her and shot himself or if he was doing a dance with her. I, I just forget um, the complete story, but she is still alive. He shot her in her shoulder and he shot himself in the head. Um, there, there were just a lot of rumors and a lot of stories about that one. Um, we had a lot of porn stars come to the club. We made the club into a swingers club. Um, one of the clubs I did work at, a drunk driver left the and went the opposite direction and killed a family. Um, I believe they were in a van and they lost their liquor license for a couple of years. Um, that was just from a careless bartender at that time. In my words, it wasn't the club's fault, but it was a careless bartender and, um, but they got their liquor license back. Um, now you had girls from New York, Philadelphia, all kinds of girls that would just come in and just rope around or they would be there for that summer um this other club that was down the street from this other club that i did work at would have a lot of brazilians and russians and um the reason being for th them working is because our money is worth a lot when they send it back mm -hmm. but they're always doing anything for a book and they ruined the whole industry um of prostitution um that club did get raided more than one time and a couple girls that did stuff and they already left they were on camera and they got sent um their their um their court and their fines and stuff like that so they were still girls that got thought they got away 
were still considered in that prostitution ring. Yes, there is undercover cops and yes, there is undercover investigators or marshals that do come in. Um, regularly, no, but once in a blue, you never know. Also, as with the, um, the liquor license people, they do come in as well, making sure you're carded. Um, even if you're carded to make sure you're actually legal or if the person at the front door actually checked your ID. Um, that was just like a big thing also. Um, I always wanted to work in the New York clubs because just the businesses and the guys work in the businesses. Um, I never actually did but I know there was a lot of money in New York and um, Atlanta, Georgia, and I believe somewhere else. Um, there's another state that has um, girls still making that money. The money is not like how it used to be back in the early 2000s. Um, the money is just, <laughs> it's like a measly hand money or whatever. It's just, it's really nothing like how it used to be. Um, now you'll get those guys that do come in and they favor that girl. They would bring presents in or buy you new shoes or that outfit. Um, they would pay your DJ fee. They would pay your house mom fee. They pay your fee for that day. Um, there's also times... There's also times like where that, that security guard, um, you just give him a couple extra dollars and you you're still getting that money from that guy and you're not paying the club and you're still making that money. There's just different ways and different um, clubs and different um, things around it and stuff like that. I had a friend of mine, um, she was from Miami, Florida, and she worked at a lot of the Florida um, clubs and she made lots of money from the cartels and she made money from the Cubans and they would just come in and, and it was high traffic of, and I want to say human trafficking and it was high, um, drug trafficking and stuff like that. Again, I did this all sober. Did I drink? Um, occasionally I didn't like to because I just, I always want to be in control and I didn't want to miss the situation of what could have or would have happened. Um, the guys would pay for that drink and I would tell the bartender and they'd give me something else. Now, could we take that money? No, obviously not. You can't tell a client now. I mean, who knows? But, um, now I have, I ripped through guys' pants to, as I'm giving them lap dances to see if they had money in their pants and kind of stiff it into the couches, um, crevices. And after our dance, that's $25. I didn't know how much I took out of their pocket. I go back into that couch as soon as they leave that room and feel in there and I would grab that money. Sometimes it would have been a dollar. Sometimes it would have been 20, $100. Um, I did have this one guy come in and he always had rolls of hundreds. 20s and 50s. I don't know why he always carried it, but um, one time he let me wear his coat. Totally forgot, you know, and he was asking for it while I was going using the bathroom. Well, obviously I looked and it was hundreds. I took a couple of them out and he never even knew. 
Um, so again, it just, it's very tricky and very, um, how you, you play it. It is just all a play. It's fake. And some, um, of the respectful guys, they became really good friends and good clientele or whatnot. But some guys are just freaking weird. There was this one girl that would always come into the club and she would wear dresses. She would wear boas and all kinds of stuff. And I just found it, not just me, a lot of girls would find it weird. Until me working as um, something else and we, we would find out like she was doing more than what she should have been doing. And a lot of girls are like, oh, she just has that money from, if it wasn't for that one client, that girl would be making no money, you know? Um, now our biggest event would be Christmas and Wing Bowl. They actually just stopped having this thing called Wing Bowl um, two years ago. But um, I think it was like around February 2nd or February 4th. It was like Christmas for strippers. Um, lots of, and it was really early. And we would go, me and a couple other girls, we would go to Wingable. And I only did it for one club. And we hand out flyers. And this place would be packed. And I'm not just saying this one place. I, I did it at a, two other clubs. Packed. You can't even move. You're sweating bullets. And in New Jersey, it was in January. It was like... 30 40 degrees you're sweating bullets and it was just quick cash or whatever and it was lap dance after lap dance after lap dance after lap dance a drunk 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 lap dance drunk 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 guy lap dance drunk drunk guy and yeah I made money but you're working more than what you should have but they say it was Christmas for strippers back in my early 2000s I would make over 1500 2500 for a shift and just a couple years ago you'd be lucky if you're pulling anywhere from five to eight hundred dollars so it just was nothing how it just should have been like I said a lot of girls killed the whole industry um now as for me, I had a crazy ex. And I'm per- pretty sure I said this on one of my other segments, but um, I was working at my Philadelphia club and he did come in and we were fighting and arguing and he came in with a gun. And, and I believe it was like in the middle of the day. Um girls were asking me if I was okay and what's going on because he grabbed me by the back of my neck and um one of the managers is like are you okay and I shook my head no she told me go in the back immediately the bouncer started coming up and he they escorted him out and um he waved the gun out of the car window saying he was going to come back and um supposedly he called the club later that day and apologized because he knew he was he could have gotten in trouble or whatever the case may be um the same guy he went to my jersey club and he always just gave problems um i remember he got into my boss's face and my boss kindly just told him to fucking leave um 
another time I was out back with the girls who were smoking because at the time out back you could go um, the girls could go out and smoke um, it was schoolgirl night and I just remember vaguely and I was wearing a schoolgirl outfit and he was walking down the driveway into the backyard and he gave me a hard time. He tried grabbing me and one of the girls told him to fucking back off and they rushed me inside to the, um, the building and that was that. And this is the guy that physically, mentally um, abused me, traumatized me, gaslighted me, um, made me into something that I, I just wasn't, made me see things and hear things that wasn't it, it just it was like a true truly um truly a mess I met him when he was a dancer but he didn't meet me when I I mean I was still a dancer but he didn't come into my club to watch me maybe once or twice ever um so yes you are gonna get those crazy boyfriends um usually boyfriends are not allowed into the club you're gonna get crazy overprotective soccer's whatever it is coming into that club and it's scary and a lot of people think stripping and being a dancer or entertainer is very easy it's not I mean it can be very dangerous um, you have to protect yourself um, that's why we're giving fake names a lot of some girls use their real names but we always use fake names to protect our identity. Um, you know, it, it just was, it, it's just a very dangerous situation, just like a drug dealer or any kind of side hustle that somebody should be doing, except for this is legal. You know, um, we had to protect our butts. Nobody was really protecting us. Um, now, guys would get out of hand and what would they they just touched your tit you know they just touched your ass they just groped on on your shit there you know they got away with it but you're going to tell the bouncer and that's a big no-no and they get thrown out but they still touched you so i mean it, you have to have very thick skin and have that mindset when you work in there I was scared and I was that girl and there was plenty of young girls that would come in and didn't know what to do or how to do or whatever. I had this one, I'll never even forget, this one Russian girl coming in and she's like, what What do we do if a guy says he wants blowjob? Uh, you say no. What do you do if a guy says he wants sex? And I'm like, uh, you say no. Like, what do you mean? And this girl still did it. This girl had a written um, paper of her pricing. Eventually, we got her kicked out, but she made the club bang. But we got her kicked the fuck out. Like, you don't do that. That's not what we're here for. Go go and do a brothel. Go be a prostitute. Like, get out of here. Like, you're messing it up. You know? Um, Jesus. But, um, yeah, that's, that's the story. And... Like I said, if you guys want to know more, <laughs> let me know.